What's up, man? Welcome to the Los Wise Guys podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Danny, aka Lord Disco, accompanied by Eslam, Ra, God of the Sun, and Dan, Papa Sun Killer. How's it going, Dan? It's going good. Actually, it's a little hot. It's a little hot in there. I wish, I wish, uh, I wish I had the AC on. I wish I had the AC on right now. What's also hot is this episode. In this episode, we're going to talk about the anime expo that you, Danny, Disco, went to. We're also going to talk about the AEW All Out that I, Danny, saw. And we're going to talk about uh, some time agents. We're going to bring back the time agents where you, Islam, annoy me. <laughs> That's right. So sit back, relax, while we whisper that sweet, sweet wisdom in your goddamn ears. Music. <laughs> Last week's um, Titans, uh, we saw Barbara Gordon fight in a wheelchair, uh-huh. and nice. it was fucking amazing. Um, so the actress actually, like for the past couple of episodes, I've been looking at it, and I was like, does she only have one leg? Like, <laughs> it was just like, I end up looking it up, and like the actress is an amputee. She does only have one leg. Oh, wow. Um, and like she was like, uh, she's like perfect for the role and like they did a fight scene with her in the wheelchair against someone else and it was fucking phenomenal she pulled out like two batons two electric batons too like i I think i saw that too yeah yeah i you know i was wondering the whole time like why doesn't she just have a prosthetic and i was like they're saving it for this battle she just pulled them (laughs) shits out of nowhere and just started fending herself i was just like oh shit so the character, the character of Barbara Gordon, just has the one leg. Like that's a yeah, part yeah. of okay. It's a part of what Joker did to her. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, no, it was amazing, man. It was the first time I've ever seen something like this done in live action, mm-hmm. where they had someone um, in a wheelchair actually do a fight scene, mm-hmm. which was phenomenal, and it was well done too. What it didn't look like weird or like super duper fake but like it was like a well done choreographed scene and um yeah no they did a great job with that one yeah it looked, um, it looked pretty I good enjoyed it like I, I imagine i would react the same way if i'm like gonna beat up a person in a wheelchair and then she just pulls out huge batons i'm just like oh damn <laughs> yeah like she because she wasn't expecting it at all yeah, she was yeah. like the lady um that was fighting Barbara. She was just like, oh, this is going to be easy. I'm going to torment her a little bit. And then, you know, and then Barbara came out there like, bitch. Like, Not today. Do you don't know you know who, who I am? am? <laughs> like, you're going to remember I'm this. Barbara wheelchair. Gordon. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, she went apeshit on her. Fucking pulled out the batons. She had an extra gun. Like, yeah. it was nice. It was very cool. It was, scene. A nice, it was a very unique fight scene. I feel like you said you don't really see that too often. Like, uh, and it's nice to see disabled people kick some fucking butt. You know? Yeah, no. It's empower, like I saw articles em, like about it. it like literally, uh, it'll empower the, like that demographic. <clears throat> like, I saw articles about it like the next day, and it's like what 
Titans did what like the MCU and the DCEU haven't even attempted to do yet. You know what I mean? And um, which was pretty cool. Uh, you know, I mean, you don't really. I mean, Charles doesn't really fight, so he just sits there and thinks at people. He's just like, don't uh, think too hard. <laughs> but he's like badass though. So, uh, but no, man, it was. It's just like it. It took me by surprise. I wasn't expecting it, and it was like a super nice surprise. Yeah, and it was also. I think it was more of a surprise that it actually looked good. Like I don't yeah. know. I, I feel like fighting from a wheelchair can very easily just be like, why doesn't that person just like kick it or something, or like you know something yeah. simple. But this one actually made it feel real. Like you know, she is like a ex superhero slash commissioner, and she just pulled those things out of nowhere. I, that's mainly my thing. Like where she? I gets, think she pulled them out of her hand rests. She pulled it out of her vagina, her secret pocket. <laughs> She's just like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so the hand was rest converted into well, she just she just, just she just went like this, and like she pulled out like two like small batons and okay. shit. So they might have been hidden in her hand rest or yeah. something like that. Maybe like under her seat or just like built yeah, in, something built like in. that. There was it was like it was incognito. You didn't really see it uh-huh. until like until they were out. Did, until they were yeah, because <laughs> the lady didn't expect it either. She was like, "Oh shit!" I got something I gotta look out for at work now. Yeah, yeah, you better. <laughs> those those superhero um, watch those wheelchair people are gonna come and gonna fight too. you. <laughs> oh man! All right, so let's do some what you played this week. This week, what you've been playing this week. Oh, yeah. What, what I've been, been playing, playing this week, yeah, boy. Go. So I started Ghost of Tsushima. There it is. The Iki Island. Oh baby, tell us, Ghost of Tsushima's out here. Let's go, dude. It was ridiculous, man. I died so many times just yep. trying to get the hang of the controls again. You don't know again. how to play this game, right? <laughs> Dude, I completely forgot. I, I was like, how do I dodge? Out. How do I fucking parry? Yeah. And it was just like, but like, I got the hang of it after I died like 67 times. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but it's fun. Oh, first of all, they added some really cool new shit, um, which is amazing. Like, I was just like, how do you make this game better? And they did it. They, they really did. Um, like so, there's like these animal sanctuaries you can visit. And you were talking about last time. You can like pet different animals, but you have to do, you have to earn their trust, mm-hmm. and you earn their trust by playing the flute. Nice, just like and real uh, life. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's a Disney princess, bro. Um, <laughs> but when you play the flute, there's like you have to move your controller up and down and keep the ball within like the okay. the music lines. Yeah. Uh, so it's it was like a really fun little thing they added. I'm curious how that is for the PS5 because the PS5 does have like the mic. Maybe I have yeah. to actually like whistle into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, like, get... <laughs> 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 you gotta play like a real flute on the controller. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then yeah, so so the guy you you also said last time that they can switch stance. Yeah. It's not that they're switching stance; they're switching weapons. Oh. So then right. you have to bust out the different stance to stance oh, for okay, the nice, different nice, weapons, nice. right? So the so they'll have because all of them, like most of them, like especially the guys, like they have the shield, they have like the two swords, yeah. and then they have a spear now yeah. on the back. So they'll like fight with the spear, and if you parry it perfectly and hit them, yeah. they'll switch real quick to something else, and then and you got to be gotta like, switch. "Fuck!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's sick. Yeah, yeah. So that was a lot of fun. I died so many times because I was like, "What's yeah. happening? Well, that's What's the, happening?" We don't remember which which style is best for the shield. No, I had to go in. I was spear. like, I had to go in and look at the styles again, and, yeah. and I read the the bios yep. of each style, and I was like, "All right." So I had to memorize it again. Um, 
<laughs> oh my it's god it's like you're learning to be a real swordsman because that's like so, that's real fighting Dude, you have to learn well that's what happens learn in other styles <laughs> yeah well that's what happens throughout like the game right you start out with one um stance or style right and then throughout the game you you encounter different types of weapons that you need different types of stance for and yeah. then you have to build up on those stance when you learn them and w while that's going on you're uh, like the way the game works Danny, it's like you're a samurai who's essentially transitioning to being like a ninja yeah and it's like oh. you're like it's always like samurai is about honor and you call out your opponent this that and the other but because you're the ghost and you're this new thing it's like you're incorporating like ninja techniques that are like well you have you have to incorporate ninja yeah. techniques because you're one person against an army. Exactly. Right? We're just uh, fighting with honor and full force. It's yeah. like you're going to get killed because the numbers. So, right? like, so you have to game, do other like, things. Throughout the game, Jensen Kai, <clears throat> the main character, he's even just like, you know, this doesn't feel right because this is dishonorable. I've always been learned. I've always been taught to, like, fight straight up. And here I am, like, being all mischievous and, like, deceiving people and this, that, and the other. Yeah. Like, it's it's... It's man, you gotta play this game. He pulled out that no. guerrilla warfare. He's, yeah, it's <laughs> amazing. He really did. He really did. Um, there's like um, there's a couple. Of, I think you get um, well, obviously you're gonna get new armor and shit. Yeah. Um, but I I only played like an hour, hour and a half into it. Uh, dude, when the game began, I was so upset. Cause like, I like I don't want to ruin it. Cause they added a new thing. Um, but like I don't want to spoil it for yeah, you, don't, Dan. Don't. Yeah, um, but I was very upset at the beginning, and then they made up for it. But I was just like, not again. But I, yeah, and um, but so far it's it's been amazing, uh, getting back into Ghost. Uh, but yeah, so those are the couple things that I've been able to like um get to, and and I've and the Eagles. Oh shit, dude. Yeah. So they have shamans. Yeah. That sing, mm -hmm. while they're fighting. And while the shaman is singing, the, the everybody else goes like almost berserker, and oh, they just yeah. like attack nonstop. That sounds like so you awesome. know how before they used to attack and then like back off yeah, and the, attack. They were waiting for the right. They were picking their spots. Yeah, no, they just like fucking go full force and just oh, keep attacking you. So you you like oh, and I like a couple of times I was like I what? Give me a second, yeah, Jesus! I can't, like I can't parry. switch styles yeah. fast enough. Like is. Well, that's I'm where you're like, gonna have to incorporate like the the ghost uh, equipment. I know, and I and like I again, I forgot how to use well, all that shit. The funny thing <laughs> so, is, I think that's gonna end up being harder for me than it is for you because we fought differently. You, yeah, yeah. You I, were big on using the ghost stuff, and I was I kind of stuck with the samurai way for the most part. So it's like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to use that uh, now. Well, yeah, I also did a lot more archery because yeah, I used too. to just you like fucking. I just used to snipe them. Yeah. Danny, like I would just from... walk up to, like, a Mongolian encampment and just start shouting. Like, I would just show up and say, like, yo, let's fight! <laughs> yeah, like, pretty much. Do the standoff. <laughs> like, I the standoff is, uh, standoff didn't really change. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so there's that. But the shaman thing was pretty cool. And, um, this is, uh, yeah, I'm not going to say this because it's part of the story, so okay. never mind. Okay. Um, uh, have you gotten a chance to check out the trophies? The new trophies. No, I didn't look for okay. them yet. Also, but you do have to collect new things, like so that you know how there's there scrolls. That's, I'm not looking forward to that because the fetch quest was the thing I hated the most about uh -huh. the original base game. Because um, it's, I mean, I get it. It's an open world game. Oh, go get this many of this. Go get this many of that. But because it's usually is, and it is for this game, it's tied to a trophy. It's it's part mm -hmm. of the trophy list where it's like find this many fox dens. I'm like, here we go. So it's like there's parts of the game where I'm just like. 
let me find the bird. It's going to lead me to this. Let me find this fox. Yeah. It's going to take me to there. I oh, I forgot like, about I the bird, too. When it came stuff. back, and I was like, oh, I forgot about you. Lead me somewhere. Yeah. Um, that was the stuff that I had. But, yeah, so, so remember the letters to Kublai Khan? Yeah. Or the yeah. letters from. So there's certain things like that also where it's the letters from the eagle. Okay. Uh, she's talking. She's sending letters to the people of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. Um, telling them, like, accept us or, like, you know. But in, like, it's funny. She started out real nice. And she's like, if you don't accept us, like, then you will regret it for the rest of your days. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So it's interesting. Um, but, yeah, so far so uh, so good. But to but to get in there, had to sh- had to shake the rust summer. off. <laughs> yeah, I, I still got to shake the rust off. Um, I'm still not as good as I was before, but I, I was able to pick up the the parry thing real quick again and time it nice. I'm I'm still bad with the spears, but I'm getting there. It's a little easier now. I should uh, be struggling just as much <laughs> okay. when when I get to it. Hopefully, I'll be there soon. Um, I got like a mission left in Mass Effect Three. Um, okay. there's this one, like, DLC that I saved for the next to last, like, portion of the game, uh, right mm. before, the, like, the point of no return where you can't do anything else, so I was doing that, and it's basically just a big whole, the Bioware teams are saying, like, basically, thank you for mm-hmm. playing our game, and it's, it's still one of the coolest things in Mass Effect, or it's just, like, there's callbacks to the first game, it's, okay. it's basically, like, watching, like, a buddy cop movie, mm. uh, but there's, like, 18 to 35 different buddies and okay. it's it's great because it's like they're doing callbacks to things there's parts where it's like oh man this is great i love how seeing how this like got referenced to in this game and it's something i remember doing way back when and um there's a lot of comedic stuff in there it's it's and overall it's it's really good so i spent a lot of time i spent a lot more time than i expected doing it there because it was just like i know i'm not going to play the game again for a while so it's like mm-hmm. i just want to live in this world for nice, a little bit nice. longer um, so I did that, and uh, one of the things that they do is, um, you already started Mass Effect 3, right, or no? Me, no. I'm not, I'll do Ghosts first, and then I'll do Mass Effect right. so 3. So there's, there's no spoiler, it's not really a spoiler, there's a new, another new crew member that you've never met with before, his name's James, he's just this big, bulky, muscular dude voiced by Freddie Prince Jr., and, um, <laughs> nice. and uh, he's, at one point in this mission, it's like, he's like hitting a punching bag. And then Shepard, if you want, if you choose to do so, you could start doing like pull-ups. Okay. So then it's like you're doing the pull-ups, and uh, James, he's just like, you know, I hold the record for those. Uh, most I've ever done is like 182. Mm-hmm. And then Shepard just starts, really, one, <laughs> two. And then the thing is, you're pressing the button. And um, in Mass Effect 2, they introduce it where you have a Paragon or a Renegade thing where mm-hmm. you press like the button immediately to have yeah. a Paragon. So you have to activate those in order to do the pull-ups. And you have to actually do 183 of those. So I was just you like, you gotta press the button 183 times. Yeah, and it, it could be either or. So you're just sitting there okay. waiting for the one, and then they have the cutscenes, and the cutscene slightly changes. Like, oh, I gotta do it faster. Oh, I gotta do it a little bit slower. Yeah. And I did it, and it's funny because as you're doing it, it's like, mind you, this is taking a long time because it's like you're doing it for the whole thing. So Shepard's going up there, and then every once in a while, like James will come on, is like, good job, that's 60. Like oh jeez, <laughs> going, and then at the very end when you hit like 182, and then you know James is like oh my god I can't believe. It. Then he does the last one he's like real slow, and then he's like, you're insane. <laughs> like how did you pull off 183 pull-ups? 
Uh, and it was great because I just sat there. Like, if anybody would have just walked in, because I was playing the living room at the time, if anybody walked in, like, I'm literally just sitting there watching a fake person do pull ups. So I press one button every couple of seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God, I damn. love this game. I love this game so much. But, um. That sounds so funny. And he just yeah. sings off, 183. He's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I started counting. I started counting. You know, it's like when you're working out and if you need to, like, you're trying to motivate yourself and you're, like, you're shouting the numbers, like, as you're doing it. I sounded it as if I was actually doing the pull-ups. Mind you, I'm sitting on my couch pressing one button. <laughs> and I'm just like, all right, 87, 88. <laughs> it reminds me of like when a hot girl walks in and you just pump up you the numbers. Number, you're yeah. like, 743. <laughs> you're start, like, hitting, start hitting those Goku numbers. <laughs> like 10,000, 10,001, like, oh, 10,002. Like, no, Did out. you guys uh, do the Renegade? Did you guys, uh, or, or were you guys good? The, I've always, I've, I've never picked one or the other. I've yeah, it depends on the decision the for me. Yeah, I, I never uh, liked the idea of picking one or the other. I, I did the Renegade, and the further you get into the Renegade, the more like marks you get on your face. By the end of the game, my dude was just like looked like a fucking demon, like crazy demon. <laughs> he See, had like, like these that, huge like yeah lava where it has, like, like, the like weird scars <laughs> that that yeah that gets brought into Mass Effect too. Um, I get rid of those as soon as I can. Uh, they're annoying. They take me out of it. Yeah. I know a lot of people do like keeping them, but it, it, I hated the way it looked. You know, at first I did hate it, but then once I got deeper into the Renegade, it, like, made, yeah. like... It, also, my guy was bald, and, like, I kind of, like, it looked cooler on yeah. him. So, uh, I, was, I was digging it, but I could oh, yeah. see with hair, like, you know, it's... I don't know. Maybe a different face, it would look weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, yeah, it all depends on how your shepherd looks. Too. For this time around, I, I literally just kept the base shepherd. I'd never done that before. Um... Yeah, I'm, I'm. I've been base shepherd yeah. since the beginning. So, um, yeah, man. So I'm. I literally started the last mission. So I'm. I'm on it, and I know that I have to like finish up a certain point. Then they're gonna be like, "All right, you get to change your characters one last time." And I'm thinking like, "All right, who are gonna be my last crew members to go out with me?" Mm. And uh, I think I already made my decision who was gonna be this time around. And then, you know, finish the game, and then uh, nice, onto nice. onto ghost. Yeah, so. get to get you some of that ghost. Oh. Disco, what have you yeah, been yeah, playing? You were saying, you were saying uh, this week, uh, <clears throat> this week I transitioned back to Breath of the Wild. Cause, uh, nice. Because, uh, <coughs> hold on, let me die real quick. Because <coughs> uh, my little, my nephew actually had gotten it just this, this week, and he, uh, he was saying how it was kind of hard, and I was just like, I feel you, dog. So I, I ended up started playing mine, too, to kind of help him and show him, like, some of the strategies, I guess. Yeah. Cause, mm-hmm. uh, because the weapons break. So I guess that, like, kind of, like, he's still kind of young, too. So he's, like, like six, I don't even know. Uh-huh. Eight, I don't know, eight, nine. He's still young. He's a baby. So, like, it, the fact that your weapon, <laughs> he's 22, he's a baby. <laughs> uh so, like, the fact that your weapons break, I, I think it was throwing him off. He's just like, what What the hell am I doing? And he kept dying yeah. and shit. So I was just like, oh, this is how you do it. And also, um, the temples, because uh, for, a, gig oh, ga- for, puzzles, a, for yeah. a kid game, the temple puzzles are actually kind of hard. Like, I've actually mm-hmm. been in a temple for, like, an hour, a couple hours, just like, what the hell am I doing? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I, like, I had to look some of them up, like, just to get a clue. Because I was just like, I don't, I literally don't know what to do next. Like, I'll activate all the three things, the freeze time, the magnet, the thing, so I can see if I can move something, stop something. And just like, and then like, I had to, I was just like, fuck, this is taking too long. Right. I need to look it up. 
Without the internet, I would still be like on the first temple. <laughs> it's weird. You walk into a temple and it's just like there's a puddle of water to the right. There's a ball floating up top, and it's just like figure it out. And it's like what the fuck does this mean? It's like what do I? <laughs> That's a callback to OG Zelda, though. Have you guys ever played the original Zelda on NES, like the Nintendo? No, no actually, I have not. This is the so first you... Zelda game I've actually. Same played. here. So with that one, what you do is you turn on the game. It's like Legend of Zelda. Go. And it's just like. <laughs> What do you do? Like, literally, there's no intro. There's no explaining. It's just you're out there. You start pressing buttons. Like, hey, this button does this. This button does that. And you just walk. And you can go in any direction. So it's just like you can go wow. up, down, left, right. What do you do? You just start doing <laughs> stuff. And that's the way the game is. The game Zelda's been known for that, where it's like it doesn't handhold. Which is like, go, just play the game. Go figure it out. Yeah, yeah, for sure I feel that. Uh, especially with Zelda, uh, this Breath of the Wild. I Coming from no Zelda experience at all, I had literally no expectations, no nothing. I, and then uh, when I first played, I died like a million times because like the weapons break, and then you have yeah. stamina, and then you have like the certain special moves you can do. I'm just like, how do I? Eventually, you know, as I started playing, I, I like locked down systems, and I learned that like you know, save your strong weapons for bosses type shit, and you know, mm-hmm. you, you kind of just make your own little strategies. Got to master and, that, yeah, that dodge, and, and also uh, the bow too. You gotta get like like explosive and fire bow ammos. Like those saved mm-hmm. me a bunch of times, and I'm fighting these crazy ladies. You know, one time I was jumping off a tower, and I was showing Eric. I was just like. Hey, check this out. I jumped off a tower, and then literally, like, four robots, like, had locked onto me while I was gliding down. And it was like, <laughs> this is this is what I have to deal with right now. It's just like, I can't yeah. even get off this tower. Like, everybody's just trying to fucking buck at me. Like, it's just like, it's so fun, but just also hard at the same time. And, I think, and that's what makes a good game. Uh, I, I just love the open world, and I love that. Like, it's a very much like a just survive like a survival like almost apocalypse feels like to me it's just like i'm me by myself and uh, i'm just out there exploring <laughs> and uh and it's like survival in a sense because all your shit breaks so it's just yeah. like yeah. you can't it's not like you get that one super weapon and you can use it to the end of the game it's like you really have to manage your stuff and i think for a kid that that could be hard like to grasp just to be like this has a lot of value let me not you know use it so quickly <laughs> I love that for 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 a kid playing it though. It's it teaches. Um, it teaches value, um, and I always think that's that's something that's cool. Where um, granted, I when I played like I don't know, let's say Oblivion, I was already I think in high school, but still, like if I would have played it younger, it would have been cool. Where it's like, hey, I understand like I can't use these certain weapons because I have to like put um forgot what their thing is but you have to put whatever magic into it for it to be at its max power or else it's just gonna be like a little cheap weapon that's not gonna do anything and then you learn okay like you guys are talking about in zelda you have to save this for the big boss save this for the big fights and it teaches you value like hey i don't want to spend all my money right now because i need to save it for something else i want to get in the future and that's something Mm -hmm. that video games can help teach i always said video games are great uh teaching mechanism if if thought of correctly uh for kids Yeah. But every time somebody's like, oh, video games, that's the one where you play Call of Duty and you run around and you shoot people in World War II. And I'm like, nah, there's, there's more to it. Yeah, they could definitely teach you life skills. <laughs> and, and also history, like yeah. uh, Assassin's Creed, and like they have different fucking yeah. things like that. But, there's a uh, lot of things you can learn. Yeah. I've always said video games are great for problem solving. It teaches but people, you people rather solving. focus on, like, uh, oh, Call of Duty, it's just violence, yeah. and, you know, they're cutting Or, or, or like shooters. Grand Theft Auto, you know, GTA is another one that people yeah. love to complain about, but... But yeah, so I'm, I'm playing Breath of the Wild this week uh, to conclude my statement, you know. And uh, 
Honestly, it's it's one of the best games I've played on the Switch. I I really I know Dan doesn't like the open world, but you know, that's why I'm shaking his head. Is that what it is? Yeah, so, I loved I loved Zelda so much. It was such a great yeah. game, dude. I played that shit for like a year or longer you really oh, did. because wow. I literally took my time with it and like activated everything. Like I built the house. Like I yeah. I had like certain weapons I had on the wall. Like I went all out with Zelda. Yeah. It was fucking phenomenal. Loved every second of it. That's how can't I, wait for Breath of the Wild too. That's how I feel for for this one too. It's like so much shit to do. So many temples and so like. This is kind of like my in between game. So like, uh, like I played like I played Pokemon, and then like I'll jump back to Breath of the Wild, do some stuff, and then like I'll go to my next game because I I know I'm not gonna finish Breath of the Wild. I haven't even got to my first Divine Beast, and I'm just like, I feel like I've done so much shit. <laughs> um, but that's just uh, it's just an awesome game. I just love how hard it is. It's always challenging. You can't just run in and just like and button mash. You actually have to like plan shit out. And I, I love that technicalness about it where you have to, like, actually plan out and have a system to fight. And it's not just, like, Samurai Warriors or Dynasty where you can just run and you swing and 30 people are dead. It's like, no. Yeah, yeah. You have a finite amount of shit and you, you have to kill them using the least amount of stuff. It's just really fun. Yeah, same with Ghost. Ghost is like that, too. Oh, well, yeah. Danny, have you but except your a... weapons don't break. Yeah. You just run yeah. out of the Ghost weapons. Danny, have you ever played a Souls game? So, uh, like Dark no. Souls, Demon Souls, anything like that. Eric Blood actually bought Dark Souls. I saw him play for a little bit. I never played. It's myself, funny because Danny, you, you and Eric are, have always been skilled in video games. Even though you don't play as much as you used to, you were always like probably the best of us when it came to games. Um, uh, maybe not basketball, but still. And, <laughs> and it's one of those things where um, I would very much like to see you go at a Souls game. I'm very curious to see how you would tackle it. Um. I'm sure you and Eric would dominate uh, a Souls game. <laughs> I, uh, Eric actually is stuck. At, Eric's very stuck difficult. in Souls right now. He oh, showed yeah. me this one boss, um, and he was just like, "Yeah, I don't know how to beat this guy." And I showed it. He showed me it. It's like some big ass demon that just yeah. spanks him like real quick. It's just I, I have no idea what to do to this guy. <laughs> and it's just like I don't have no suggestions either. That nigga's fucking like thirty size, thirty times the size of you. <laughs> and, and the thing with those games, it's all about you have to know how to you know quick parry, dodge. You, I mean, you have to learn how to just it's 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 all about like like true swordsmanship it's like it's a lot of it is reactionary as opposed to just going out there and swinging you have to actually okay look at the way your opponent moves look at the way like your goal is to go out there get killed about 50 to 100 different <laughs> times so then you can learn okay i could beat them and then once you get to a point where it's like all right i got them then they change up everything they do and you have to learn a new thing and then you have oh, to keep wow. doing that until you yeah. finally beat the person. Like, I, that's the way Souls games work. I love games like that, though. So I might actually yeah. check that out, especially you since it's on out. the Switch. Uh, um, where I like technical games like that where you have to learn. Like, there's a learning curve. Uh, this There's the same thing with Xenoblade. When I, that was actually my first Switch game. And, like, uh, it had its, like, own weird fighting style. Like, you can have to be at certain angles, like, on the, on the left of somebody or, or, like, on the side of somebody to, like maximize damage so it was kind of cool like that you had to like certain moves and also in, in xenoblade like if you do certain moves they combo together so it's like uh-huh. you kind of build your fighting style based off that and it, it's it's really like nobody can pick up your guy and just throw like fight yeah. they have to know and i and i like that i guess uh i like the grit it takes and i like building uh up to something almost that rpg feel where it's just like you're you're just a dude in rags, and then next thing you know, at the end, you're a god. So I, I love that build. 
I love that growing and uh, earning shit and having a sense of pride and like I made this character. Like, look at that sweet armor. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but oh, uh, that's what I'm playing this week. Uh, I hope all are playing. All the listeners while are we're... playing games too and stuff and enjoying yourselves because games are the shit. Well, while we're on gaming, real quick, I just want to uh, talk about the. LWG FVGL. Um, I'm officially at zero points. Hey, I'm proud of myself. Uh, he got that. Yeah, he did I'm, it. I'm, I'm like, uh, literally, I have two games. One is <coughs> negative 11 and one is 11 points. Uh-huh. And then the other one is negative four points and the other one is four points. And that was Boyfriend Dungeon that got me the four points, you know? So, booyah. Zero points, bitches. Now, yeah, now you gotta sell all your other games so it doesn't tip it over. <laughs> I should do that, um, but yeah, I, I got Canterbury Spirits uh, coming out this Friday, so that should give me some points so I can get on the board. You got a couple so that far, put you over and a couple that are so far. Put Disco's you in the. In the Don't yeah. worry. Hey man, uh, hopefully I get back to zero, dude. That's that's my goal. <laughs> the or like five points. Now. Where are we at now? How many points you got, Danny? 75. 75. I'm about to check. Uh, I'm at 75. Yeah, wow. Yeah. I'm looking at your games. I'm not going to lie, Danny. I'm liking what I'm saying. I got some games coming up. I think all my remainder games are coming out, and they're going to be hot. Well, that's the thing. I'm looking at a lot of your games, and you had a lot of games that did not perform, and I'm happy about that. <laughs> yeah. Like, you still have some bangers. You do, but... At least they're put points up, you know. It's, it's fine. Yeah, but it's like... Mario Golf Super Rush, you, you got a point. <laughs> Every point, watch it come down to a point between us. Oh, then, <laughs> then, then, yeah, then it's a big deal. It's I'm about like, to throw Mario Rush in your face, Mario Golf. <laughs> go for it. Go, I hope you do. Um, Just one point. <laughs> in terms of projected uh, stuff, I'm ahead of you again, but yeah. that doesn't really mean anything. In my head of Rudy, or is she still beating me? No, Rudy's, Rudy's way yeah, ahead. He's at 57. Yeah, you're you're never no, and projected. Rudy. Oh, oh, and projected. projected. No, yeah. I'm sure he's way ahead of you still. You're uh, you're yeah. at 73. He's at. Oh wait, let me do the advanced. Yeah. Uh, you're you at 72. <laughs> you're 72. He's 107. Yeah. Oh damn. Yeah. No. You. I, I don't think you're gonna catch up to Rudy at all. Okay. Because he still has uh, Deathloop. Like Deathloop. Deathloop could give him the the game. If Deathloop performs as well, and I've I've heard uh, previews saying Deathloop is that good Deathloop is gonna potentially be game of the year and really yeah. does have it like he oh, could wow. potentially win the whole thing if 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 danny and i if our games don't do uh if don't hit the way we needed to <laughs> rudy could win the whole thing which um nice, nice. I, I, I don't i don't like that um there's one thing um, i wanted to ask you guys in terms of the lwg fegl is maybe not this year but maybe next year we could add our own rules and stipulations to it. Make, make, put a little LWG spin on it. I'm down for that. Yeah. Well, how do you guys? How do you guys feel about extra points for awards? So the game awards actually mean something to our game. We could ourselves add points if if you pick a game that just so happened to become game of the year or won a special RPG, best RPG or something like that. Do you guys want to try to incorporate that and then we just add those points? We decide amongst yeah. ourselves how many points that would be and all that. Oh yeah. Okay. I feel like if a game wins an award, it should just like get like an extra three points. It should get top. something, right? So it's like a few little extra just to boost it up, you know? Yeah. I think three is like a nice amount where it's like, okay, that's worth a little something. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we'll figure it out. I guess once game of the year uh, announcements come out for this year, 
we could look at the categories. That way we know what we're looking at for next year. Okay. All right. But we'll, we'll talk about that in the future. Yeah. Nice, nice. L- LWG FPGL Season 2. Yes. Can't wait. Um, all right, Disco, you want to get into your stuff? The news? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's 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 do it. Uh, so uh, so last week um, there was Anime Con in Sacramento. So uh, my cousin actually invited me, and I was like, uh, "F it, let me uh, let me go, let me go." Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I I didn't have a costume. I literally threw random shit together. I had like a uh, assassin's see, but you always did that even for Halloween. And you always looked fucking awesome. <laughs> so kudos. I, I know. People were actually like, kept giving me, because I had literally a bunch of different things from everything. Yeah, because I saw like your, your uh, like, um, I had the you Assassin's had your, uh, Creed your blade. gi on. Had... Like you had your gi pants on. Yeah. You had like some shin guards. You had like a sword. <laughs> and I was just like, and then uh, I don't know what the fuck he is, but I, I love it. And then I had the Needler gun. And people just were like getting hard-ons for the Needler because that's like such a throwback. And a lot yeah. of people yeah. were like, oh, nice Needler. It's like, you don't even table. have to know who that's I am. You see a Needler is just like <laughs> respect. Uh, yeah, and then I bought a sword, a nice little display sword. I wish it was battle. It really got my blood pumping. I want a battle-ready sword now. So that's probably like going to might be saving You're for next. one of those. <laughs> Uh, for uh, within the year or something, I, I really want to be like a fruit ninja now that I'm holding the sword, because uh, uh, after I bought the sword, I had it like on my waist, like you know. Like, so who's so who is that a specific character sword? Uh, it's from. Oh, I wrote it down somewhere. I think it's t- t- uh, Rangu Tukin or some shit, some random anime. Uh, where did I write it down somewhere? Tukin Ranbu. Uh, I don't know exactly where it's from, but it's from there. Mm. Um, okay. <clears throat> One day we need to put together all of our weaponry and just just post a picture of it. Well, hopefully we can w- once we get a studio or someplace. Just display all which, of it. Which which I doubt is going to happen, but um, we can have like a a wall of yeah. all our weapons, yeah. <laughs> all the swords. Um, we would need a wall. The kunai. Between have, everything that we have. I have a million swords, batons. I have fucking yeah. uh, wooden swords I've made. I've the had, bow. I've had a million slingshots I've made. <laughs> Which I'm getting better at shooting, by the way, because there's an archery range by me. Oh yeah, and um, like I'm because they give me special arrows for it too. Yeah, they give me arrows with feathers instead of um the oh, okay. the the rubber tips, the rubber um, like you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, um, on the arrow, because it's uh, a traditional bow. Thing. Yeah, and um, do they, it's, does it's that a make, lot of fun does it make shooting. The difference the the feather and rubber because. Because it's a traditional bow, they they give it um, uh, those those uh, feather arrows because those are traditional arrows. I don't know exactly how it benefits, but I always get those when I go there. Mm. Uh, I showed my bow like, to... it like grazes on the wood like slightly, so I, I feel like the feather would graze without having a without affecting the direction too. I don't know. I, 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 know, I just want to point out um, both of you guys is uh, Alzheimer's. Is uh, showing mm. again. What's that? You've had this discussion on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, no, I know I've okay. mentioned the the arrow stuff before, no, like, like the you, bow stuff. You said before. that you went to a shooting range, or uh, yeah, yeah, no, I know <laughs> okay, I mentioned so it. Before. You are aware, because like yeah, yeah, no, just I'm... like oh really? There's what by it was like what? <laughs> Did, was he on the podcast when <laughs> yeah, I said? That? I, think, I know I've I talked it about was, it a couple I, times. God, I think it might have just been you two. I could be okay. wrong about that. 
It might have been. But I know I've mentioned it a couple times. I vaguely times. remember I that. I just like mentioning because it's a lot of fun. But I don't remember them talking about the, the arrows, though. So, I mean, I do remember that. Well, talking. I remember it was a thing where it's like you weren't allowed to use your bow or you didn't know you could use your bow or something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, that was right? the first time I went yeah. because I told them. They were like, we'll check it yeah. to see if it's safe. If it's safe, we'll let you use it. If not, yeah. you can't use it. Um, so I went. They looked at it. Um, he added actually um, – uh, he like a thing, thing on, on my the stabilizer? on my strings. No, he put a, a placement on my strings so where I can knock the arrow, because now that so the arrow is a hundred percent straight when oh, it's so you, uh, oh, sitting on. He had the, like the little knot. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's pretty. And cool. so he did that for me. Yeah, though they were they're hooked, an amazing place. Yeah, he hooked you up. Yeah, it's called Stark Archery. Yeah. Um, it's an amazing place. I highly recommend go check it out. It's a lot of fun too. But yeah, my uh, my groupings for the for the sh- for my shooting has been getting like closer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a I, lot of fun, uh, man. I love. When it. I was in Jersey, I was going to a shooting range, and uh, I would use like a Glock twenty three. Uh, but now that I'm like, back I have yet to do that. Now so that next I, time you go, hit me up. Yeah, I'll hit you up on twenty two. It's like uh, it's probably like no more than fifty dollars to rent and get bullets and shit. Uh, um, but yeah, like I was saying, so I got the gun and, you know, I've been a few times shooting and honestly, it's, it sounds funny, but I'm so much more accurate with my slingshot. Like I'll have a gun <laughs> and I could shoot maybe like 10 feet and I'm just after 10, 50, after like up to 15 feet and 25 feet, I can't hit it for the life of me. But my slingshot, I'll shoot in my backyard, like across the back, uh, across my backyard and I'll just be like dead on. Just like, dang, it's like, damn. <laughs> It's uh, it's so funny. I love slingshots, man. It's just like a baby uh, archery, a baby you know, yeah. bow. <laughs> it's funny because when I went to the anime con, actually, the, that's what I was talking about. The anime con, yeah. Uh, they they had to tag all the weapons, so they tagged my sword, the sword that I bought, and they tagged my needler, which isn't even a real gun. It's hollow, <laughs> but they completely just disregarded my slingshot, and I was laughing. I was just like, because that's honestly the real weapon on me, because it, it can um, it can really bust heads pretty good. What kind of tag did they put on it? It was just a zip tie, color zip tie. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I, I just thought that was funny how nobody recognizes a slingshot as like a, <laughs> a valid weapon. Um, yeah. But uh, you know the things I do with it, it just makes me happy to know that people are just sleeping on it. <laughs> But uh, Anime Con was so fun. It was like uh, I was telling you guys earlier. I went to a Stockton Con, and it was like, it was pretty small. So I, I didn't feel like it was a legit, like, con. I felt kind of like, uh, you know, I went there for like an hour, and I was gone. Like, type shit. Mm-hmm. It was just so small. And uh, and there really wasn't that many people dressed up. There were people dressed up, but it wasn't, like, as crazy as this one. When I went to the, the SAC Con, it was a... Uh, like literally blocks, like maybe two or three block radius closed down, and all there was was just like people in costumes, anime people. You see like Naruto characters and all just all types of crazy costumes, and I, it, it really made me giddy inside because it's like it was just like an extra Halloween for me. <laughs> um, and the and it was just so fun, like taking pictures of the people. Everybody was so kind. Nobody was just like, Ugh, you know, no. Uh, everybody was just happy to take pictures. They weren't me. <laughs> yeah. yeah everybody was happy to take pictures and i i got like a million pictures uh i think my favorite was a suma i posted on my instagram maybe i'll make like a blog post for uh, the website um 
But yeah, and also I saw the Joker and Harley Quinn and and a uh, Deathstroke uh, as I nice. was leaving out. They actually looked pretty good too. It was a solid little like trio. Um but uh yeah, there's just so much stuff to do and uh, there was like one section with exhibits and like a million stuff to buy and all the stuff like swords, toys, figurines, all the shirts and then uh they had an upper level where it's just all the actual uh voice actors and shit. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty. It was pretty yeah. cool. They had Goku. His line like la- like wrapped around like three times. Yeah, <laughs> figures. But they also Japanese or American actor. American. Okay. They had like pretty fam- famous people there. They had Aaron Roberts there. I don't know if you heard of him, but uh, he he's done a, quite a bit of stuff. And uh, they had a bunch of other names, but I don't remember. But they had people from uh, from Fire Force. They had My Hero Academia. They had Black Clover. Mm. They had you know DBZ. They had like it's literally like a whole big ass gymnasium of just yeah voice actors like tables with voice actors. Uh, but uh, it was just it was like a good amount of stuff to do. I literally spent the whole day there. Like we got there maybe around ten a.m. and we left like at six p.m. So yeah. And uh, at the end of the day, we're it was like, where did that time go? And you know that always is good for me because like if you're having a good time and you like you lose track of time, that that just always says or clearly you were having a good time. So I. Uh, I really enjoyed that con, and uh, I really I want to go to another one. It would be fun to go one, uh, go to one with you guys. You know, have LWG uh, on a con. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm, Dan I'm, and I have went yeah. to so many, uh, especially the New York Comic Con. We went to like what seven or eight years in a row. Something like that. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, I'm I, me. I think so more than Islam. I'm 100% jaded. Uh, when it comes to cons, it's like as you're talking the whole time. I was like, I remember back when I used to like conventions. Like, I, I, I like, miss enjoying conventions. I feel the same way, but I like going with people who haven't experienced it that's, because that's then I can just like, go, vicariously. like play all yeah yep. play off their enjoyment of it being the first time where yeah. I've been here like eighty million times. Exactly. And then like me and Dan, like when we took Rudy or Jonathan um, or Rusty, um, we, we were pretty people. much tour guides. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're like, and hey, we let's would just go like do this at this time. And- yeah, uh, and like we we made sure they got the were experience. able to hit everything. Like they were they went to Artist Alley, they went to a panel, they went to the show floor. They were able to get this, this, and that. And like because we did it for so many years, yeah. we were like, all right, we know what we need to do, and like we know how to do it well. Yeah. And like we plan ahead of time. Like it's like all right, we're gonna go we're to Subway. Detailed. We're gonna get our food before we go in. We're gonna eat while we're waiting for panels. <laughs> like we routine, had like a whole fucking whole routine plan. just planned Dude, out. Dude, we literally have schedules down. It's like, all right, so we know we could take a break at this time. We could hit up this panel, and then you start incorporating. I was like, all right, so if we go to this panel, we could eat our food while chilling in there to then hit this other panel. But we have to be here by this time. And the thing is, like, we'll hit everything, and then you look, and we've been there for like two hours. Yeah. And then there's still like another like six to I don't know eight hours left. I was like, what do and we do now? And then it's like, all right, what do we need to buy for yeah. whatever? Oh, yeah, what do we need to buy? You guys are stuff. too efficient. <laughs> we really, what, we became, yeah. That's what yeah. ruined it. Because, yeah. like, you're talking about, like, the taking pictures of people. My first year, I was like, oh, my God, look at all these costumes. The second year, I was like, well, these costumes are really cool. By the time we hit the third year, I was like, I don't care if anyone's dressing up. They all <laughs> just show up in anything. This means nothing to me. I get excited when I see costumes that you don't normally see. I, I always yeah. get excited whenever I see, uh, when I think of Quail Man. I saw yeah. Quail Man. That's amazing. I remember seeing Gumby. 
that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and then it's just like, oh, here's another Deadpool. Okay, it's Deadpool's yeah, ever. Yeah. Here's another Spider. Here's another Batman. All right, whatever. But show me the unusual stuff, you know? I, uh... Some of the ones that stuck out to me is Asuma from Naruto. Like I, I just yeah. mentioned it. He yeah. he looks spot on. I was just like, oh shit! And then when I got close to him, I saw he had black contacts on. He was the resurrected Asuma. I was just like, oh god, that outfit is so fucking cool. And that's one thing I had to mention in, in my Instagram post. I was like, yeah, I just threw this together and like let it spin like an hour. And like you see some of these people that have like outfits that you know like they plan they like work, weeks yep. and and it's just like wow. Um, yeah, I've seen Deadpool like with a Bob Ross haircut, and yep. uh, uh, like I said, those Joker, the little Joker, uh, Harley Quinn. Uh, one that I caught my attention, which is very like a low key costume, is from uh, Tokyo Revengers. Uh, this guy dressed up as Draken, who's like one of my favorite characters from that show. Mm-hmm. He just has like this dragon tattoo on the side of his head, <laughs> and uh, it was just random. I was just like, "Let me take a picture the with you." Guy? Yeah. Okay, I'm looking at the pictures now. Yeah. Well, well, he's younger. He has two different versions of him, but he was the older version because he was uh, bald. But still, the tattoo looked, like, really good on him. And uh, that was actually one of the costumes I wanted to do. Like, if I actually, like, prepare, I want to, like, uh, dye my hair blonde and then do that tattoo and get, like, a like a black, you know, Asian jumpsuit and be part of the gang. <laughs> um, I got to watch that anime. Yeah. I've been hearing a lot of good things about it. Yeah. Uh, that one, actually, it took me, like, a little bit to get on. Because I, I watched it once. I, I watched it twice, and I was just like, yo, I don't know about this. Uh, mm-hmm. But then once you give it time, once you get past, like, episode 10, Chris was telling me to get past 10, uh, it actually started picking up. But uh, one thing about that anime is the main character consistently just sucks ass. <laughs> He's just yeah. a plot. He just moves the plot. Like, he doesn't okay. get better. He doesn't train. He doesn't, like... <laughs> And that's one thing that kind of bothered me. Like, you know, usually animes, there's, like, growth. and I'm, Maybe I'm, that's why they did it. And I'm you know not seeing... I mean? Like, I care more about all the people around him more than the actual character. Like, the character's always yelling and then getting beat up. Well, that sounds like How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, everybody's favorite character was not Ted. Yeah. Right? Yeah, everyone liked everyone except for Ted. I got <laughs> excited when I saw the limo driver pop up. I yeah. was like, oh, look at Like, shut up, Ted. Oh, was it Raj? <laughs> I think it was Raj. Okay. I was like, oh, um, that's but uh, yeah, he went from taxi driver to limo, limo driver. driver. Another thing is, don't bring kids to to anime cons. Yo, my uh, we couldn't find a babysitter for my my cousin's little baby. He's like, mm. he just turned two actually uh, yesterday, <laughs> so he's he's still young, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, tell me why this baby threw up twice before we even got there on our hour long car ride. Yep. <laughs> Uh, he, we didn't have change of clothes for him. We had changed, but like, we didn't have two changes of clothes for him. So this little baby ended up stinking, like fucking throw up. It was some, it looked like cottage cheese when it came out. It was oh, terrible. <laughs> and then, uh, so we cleaned them up as best we can. I put some beard oil on him so he doesn't smell too bad and shit. And then you put uh, beard oil on a baby. <laughs> I did. I That's did. It, it was that bad. <laughs> Watch next week. He's going to have a full <laughs> beard. <laughs> too. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what up, Uncle Disco? <laughs> but uh, and then actually, when we actually got into the con, this motherfucker fell asleep. So I, my cousin had to hold this like big ass baby for like two, three hours while we're walking up and down all the exhibits. And then, that's awesome. And then finally, when we're about to leave. Uh, he ends up just throwing the biggest fit because he ate his he ate his own ice cream. 
<laughs> I was after that. Wait, what? <laughs> after that, I was just like, "Yo, babies are crazy." He ate his own ice cream, so he got mad. Yeah, to cap it, to cap off the day, we like we stopped at this ice cream car and we just sat on a wall and watched you know, all these costumes fly by. So uh, you know, walk by. I mean, and then uh, so he ate his ice cream and he just started bawling, crying. And then it's just like, "What's wrong?" He's like, "My ice cream." And then. <laughs> so, so my cousin, you know, trying to be a good father or whatever, he's like, okay, here, here's my ice cream. And the baby's like, Gio's like, no, oh, it's not my ice cream. You know, he's like a little picky ass two-year-old. And then uh, he was just throwing the biggest tantrum. So we're finally, I guess, 6 p.m. We're like, yeah, let's go. This little motherfucker is just <laughs> too much right now. So That's it was hilarious. just never bring a baby to a con. <laughs> Um, no, and speaking of con, I just want to piggyback. New York Comic Con is coming back to um, the Javits Center. Um, you actually can go there in person. They have um, tickets available. I think um, I think these have some badges for in person left. Um, but so so they don't have the three or four day passes anymore. They just have the single day passes. Um, and then they have a digital ticket, so you can buy the digital ticket and you can just. Uh, for all four days, just one price, and it's twenty bucks. Uh, the other days are sixty bucks a piece, um, and then you have access to the live video panels, uh, streaming, um, and then you'll be able to watch all the videos again or whatever for thirty days after Comic Con is over. So um, that's what's happening with New York Comic Con. I'm happy it's coming back, um, and things are getting a little normal. They are doing it at a limited capacity. I don't know how much that is because last times we went, it was literally like all of New York City in the Javits Center. That's what it felt like. Um, so, yeah, so that's coming back. And I think um, next week we'll we'll do a guide to tackling Comic-Con and uh, we'll talk about their safety procedures for while they're doing it during COVID and stuff like that. So <clears throat> we'll give you guys a heads up for next time. Disco, you have anything else? Yeah, have, I have some stories. Uh, next story, uh, some quick music stories. Uh, so I don't know if you guys heard Lil Uzi Vert, rapper Lil Uzi Vert. He had a $24 million rock modded onto his forehead. Put onto his forehead. And so uh, the other day he actually was in concert with this huge-ass $24 million rock on his head. And he jumped into the audience, and the audience ripped that shit out. <laughs> they ripped $24 million off his head. I, it, it just seems like sheer stupidity to me. I guess when you're rich and have that much money, it's just like... I never heard of this person in my life. He's, he's a rapper that people really uh, like. Yeah, I don't know. Um, We're all men. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so this... But yes, that is He re- almost retarded. lost this $24 million rock. Somebody in the audience, you know, had that shit, so... But, uh, you know... Were they able to get it back? Yeah, he was able to get it back. And I, I just thought it was a quick, dumb story to show you how dumb rappers are. Because if I had $24 million, I would not be putting it on a rock. And I would not be putting... Is it just a diamond? It's just it's like a huge, diamond? like, pink diamond. And uh, oh, okay. I, and the fact that he put it on his forehead, of all places, it's like asking for somebody to just kill him and steal that shit. <laughs> uh, it's just ridiculous uh, what these uh, celebs do. I, yeah, I wouldn't even put it on rappers. It's just... Young celebrities, like, that's just what they that, do. Like, that is also very true. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got a flex. I got a... Yeah. I, I never was that 
big on materialistic things like that. Or, or it's funny because the richest people never, the truly richest people never actually flex. Materialistic in that like vanity sense, like where it's just like, oh, I have like changed. you ever see Jay Z so have... flex? Yeah, Dude when he first like when he first started rapping, when he first started getting money, he used to flex. But once he oh, started yeah? getting money, uh, you could like s- real money. Once he started, yeah, getting real money, you could see him turned into like Bill Gates, like <laughs> the yeah. black Bill Gates. You could see like no chains. He's just wearing you know regular outfit because he had nothing to prove then. Like when you get money, yeah, at first, at first you used to. Uh, <laughs> no, you, I did you not. Got, know you got a rap hip hop <laughs> yeah. person. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. So when these like young celebs get their money, they're like, "Oh, I gotta buy uh, this Lamborghini." Or, there or there was an era where he couldn't make a song talking about how like he wasn't rich. Like that was every single song. I get it. So next story actually is uh, comes down to another music story. Uh, comes down to Kanye and Drake beef. Uh, Kanye. Released. About this, <laughs> Kanye hyped up his new album Donda. Uh, it finally came out. It had 27 tracks, and honestly, 27 tracks. Oh I thought it was trash. Scary. Every track was just did not catch me. I was just like, "Yo, Jesus like, Christ!" Kanye, How long was it? Like three hours? It's, it was too long. Too long for its own good. Uh, That's insane. So t- I. I feel like they only did 27 like tracks uh, albums back in the day. So I mean, I did know. they? I don't remember. Back in the day, they used to have crazy albums like that, and then like uh, it calmed down to like maybe 10 to 13 tracks. Uh, but overall, that album was trash. It was it was garbage, and uh, you know everybody hyped it up, and it, it got like a million review uh, views on the first week, first day, or whatever. But honestly, when I heard that shit, I was like, "Yo, Kanye, what the, what the hell?" Like, it was it was bad. It was bad. Uh, and I, I'm not a big fan of Kanye, but usually all his albums at least have one banger. Uh-huh. Like, you know, he has like pretty, some pretty good songs. Like, uh, I miss Kanye. Like miss lights, Kanye. old Kanye. Like lights out and stuff. Uh-huh. And, and that one song with Stacey Dash. Like he he yep. had like some really good bangers back then. And now he's just. Just gold a wa- digger. washed up a gold <laughs> digger, yeah. Uh, I, I just, miss I miss the old Kanye a yeah, lot. He has some real vibes where you can just like you yeah. know listen to and you know have fun with your friends. Now it's just like, Ugh, Kanye, what happened? But uh, so there be he's beefing with Drake. Drake released his album a few days after Donda. I think on the same week or some shit. Uh-huh. Uh, and certified lover boy, uh-huh. and honestly. This one broke records too on Spotify for the most like streams in a opening weekend. But this album sucks too. I, both both of their <laughs> albums are not good, and I just had to go. I, had, I love how he said that. I shit. just had that to. Was the greatest delivery. I just had to say that because uh, you know these these artists are hyped up and they're probably making millions yeah. off these trash ass albums right now. Everybody's like, "Oh my god." Honestly, I heard uh, the Drake CLB, and it sounds like every other Drake song, you know? It's just like, <coughs> Drake, you know, just saying nonsense, oh, blah, 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 and then those smooth beats. It's like, sounds like every Drake song, so I was like, this nigga, I miss, I miss this dude has not grown, this dude has not shown no evolution, I, like... When Drake first came out, before, like, he started dropping albums where he was just doing, like, mix, like mixtapes and, like, singles with, like, um, Lil Wayne and stuff... That wasn't bad. Like that Drake was good. Like he was hot, and he didn't even have an album yet. Out yet. <laughs> hot off like, a mixtape. <laughs> yeah, like that Drake was just 
a monster. And then he came out the album and was like, hey, I'm Drake. <laughs> like, all right, man. No, no, I don't know, I don't he, know what's uh, happening. <laughs> no, yeah, he actually had bars back then. He actually was yeah. writing his own shit. Now he's yeah. famous. He got ghostwriters. He don't even need to, like... Yeah. And he could say anything he wants on an album, and everyone will be like, oh, my God, did you hear that new Drake? We're old men. Like, that's really what it comes down to at the end of the day. We're old men. Just the other day, I went to listen to some, some old-school rap, some old-school hip-hop, and I busted out Slick Rick. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh, we are old. There we yeah. go. There we and go. Slick Rick's Slick not even Rick. our era. That's the era before our era. Right. la di da We like to party. That was music, We don't though. cause trouble. We don't bother nobody. We <laughs> have actual lyrics. Now, if we hear a song, yeah. it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yo. That. It's just like all auto-tune. It's like, is this the guy even speaking English? Like... Yo, wait wait for Disco's next hot single coming out. Yeah, for real. For real, for real. Actually, I've been, like, trying to work on a song, but with fucking school and work, and then also, like, uh, podcast ideas. I've been trying to get those shit written out, but I've been struggling. <coughs> uh, mm. Life is happening. Yeah, man. Music's too hard. And, uh, <laughs> it is hard. I spent, like, a couple years, like, these past, like, five four or five years like learning music and i and i personally i feel like i still suck i don't know if that's the artist mentality but i just i'm like i look at other people and i'm just like damn i tried so hard for these years and you you pick up a guitar and it's just like magic it's <laughs> not like someone breaking a guitar <laughs> <laughs> that's the ritual <laughs> pre-guitar ritual and uh that that wraps up my news for today i just had to get that up that nice, that Kanye nice. Drake beef had just upset me. It was like that's not even real beef. Like, <laughs> come go back to Biggie and Pac. <laughs> that's beef. Yeah, leave you in the ICU. Well, I, I, I prefer, <laughs> you know, that's not happening. <laughs> you know, I'm not trying to see people get killed. You know, but. I mean, it just makes for better songs. Yeah, we're getting too <laughs> soft. Know, yeah, I've been I've been having this conversation with my girl a lot lately. It's just like, why the hell? Our our dudes just so soft. <laughs> it's just because of this, you know. We're we're we're, we're training ourselves to be soft. I mean, there's you can't, there's no competition. There's no adversity. It's just we're not. Yeah, it's called toxic masculinity, Dan. All right, yeah. calm yourself. Oh gosh, I'm I'm exuding it right now. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'll calm down. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that that that's it for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I I feel you with the soft shit, but I mean, I left hip hop a long time ago. Uh, never looked <laughs> back. Eslam left the, left the rap game. Just yeah, yeah, I left it a long time ago. Had to retire. Yeah. Never looked back. You know, went into rock music <laughs> and uh, I've enjoyed it ever since. I'm gonna stay there. I uh, so. yeah, I got into like an indie wave, like just a lot of like. Just... See, with indies, you have to go look for that shit. Not I'm not word. doing that. I gave up on music. I gave up yeah. on music a long time. I, honestly, I gave up on music too. I haven't really like been on Spotify. I really just listen to old stuff. Yeah. In like two yeah. years, honestly, like my playlist has not changed. And like, I, I used think the to... only new music I I listen to or follow is Muse. And, and if Apocalypto comes out with something with a with a vocalist, yeah. but otherwise, I'm just like yeah, I'm I, right. I discovered podcasts, and I was like. There we go. Like, I listen to podcasts. <laughs> yeah. and Ever since I started listening to podcasts, I have not been listening to music. Yeah, it's like every once in a while, I'll, I'll bust out, like, old, like I just said, I was listening to Slick Rick. Like, I'll listen to something old. So there was a while there where I was, I was like, on a Wu-Tang click, kick where I just couldn't stop listening to Wu-Tang. Very oh. excited about the season two of the new show. I was on, two, it comes Saga. out Tuesday. I was just going to oh, piggyback. Awesome. Tuesday. You season one? Tuesday. Yep. How good is that show? 
I I mean I love Wu Tang. I love yeah. Wu Tang, and I love how they cast it. Yo, yep. Dave East is yep. a pretty good method man, but ODB looks just like ODB. Right. I, was I was like, like yo, how did they bring is that CGI or is like <laughs> what? He looks just like old dirty bastard. Like he's the <sighs> spot on. Like whoa. I was I was rewatching episode one just the other day, season one episode one. I was like, yeah. yo, I can't wait. I can't and it, wait. And honestly, two. even the dude they played as RZA uh, put as RZA, yeah. like I could, it looks. Just like a younger Rizzo too. His and, voice uh, does not match him. It throws me off every no, time. No, yeah, speaks. yeah, he's deep as <laughs> hell. Like, why like... is your voice so deep? <laughs> it throws me off. Um, but yeah, I, I honestly, I really it's love special. watching that first season because it's just, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's like origin stories pretty much. Yep. So it's like you see the Wu Tang before they're actually yep. like before they became who they were, like yeah. Capadonna and, and the old Dirty Bastard, Methamet, Ghostface. They even have like you know the names they use before. And yep. They, but Rick it was Wong it was just all, particularly yeah. fun to me to be like, oh, that's meth, that's meth. It's yep. like, oh, <laughs> you know, yeah, oh, point them out. So uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. All right, Aslam, you got news? You want me to go? What's up? No, I'm, I'm I fin- I did my news in the beginning. That's right, you did your news. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so real quick, um, video game stuff. We got THQ Nordic is going to have a digital showcase September seventeenth. Uh, that's going to be 12 p.m. Pacific time. That's 3 p.m. Eastern time. It didn't say it there. I had to think. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was, yeah, I thought that was, that I thought that was the end of your news. No, I, was I was like, looking that's at it. it. I was like, they, they have every time except for Eastern. I was like, man, we got no respect out he, here. Maybe I won't he had a good, it. He had a good itch going. <laughs> I saw that. I was scratching my leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there's that, um, so THQ Nordic, there was a couple of years ago where they were just buying every, the rights to every game that existed, so <laughs> very curious to see what's gonna, what's gonna happen with that. Um, also, uh, a real big one, this, uh, September 9th, mm-hmm. what day is that, September 9th? Thursday. Thursday. At, uh, 1pm Pacific time, 4pm Eastern, see, they know what they're doing over there, there's gonna be a PlayStation Showcase. Um, and it, it's, I'm sure it's going to be a banger. Um, so expect to see maybe some God of War news, maybe some mm-hmm. Horizon, uh, Forbidden West stuff, mm-hmm. uh, maybe some Final Fantasy thrown out there. Like just, just expect the bangers. Uh, oh man. September 9th is coming. September 9th is coming. Oh man. The showcase. Yeah. 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 Well also yeah. September 9th will be here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it also just got me thinking like, what if Taliban tries to do some shit since they're like, now they have all these weapons and <laughs> Nah, it's too early for them to do some. No, we'll see. I'll be careful on September 9th, people. Right. Wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be the 11th, though? Why, not, why the 9th? That, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Oh, or yeah, you, you're right, 9th? you're right, you're right, 11th. Never mind, never mind, I'm stupid. Okay. It's too early for me. <laughs> Y'all got me up at 9 a.m. to do this podcast. Oh, man. All right, and I got... I've been up since 8, bro. I so. woke up right before we started recording. I slept. I went to sleep real late. I woke up late. I'm living, I'm living my <laughs> I, best life right same, now. Same here. Same here. I could not sleep last night. Eric had me watch uh, Underworld Blood Wars, the last one of the, uh, the saga, and it was just a bad movie. It was a bad movie. <laughs> that's so random still. Like, just let's, let's watch the last Underworld movie. Like, what? <laughs> Honestly, when it first came out, I, I like I thought Kate Beckinsale was so gorgeous that all oh, black she, leather still is, yeah. yeah. And uh, and then you know I also love vampires and werewolves, so it just had everything I like: hot women and a supernatural. And but you know, ten, now that it's like ten, twelve years later, that movie, I was, I was like, what? What did I even like about this? Like, 
Just Kate Beckinsale. Right, right. They didn't even change her co- her costume through the whole series. No. It was like the last, se- it was just straight the up last movie, she was still wearing the same leather. Like, <laughs> you know what really obsessed me about the Underworld series? Why is everything in a tint of blue? Right, the entire series, everything is in a tint of blue. It's like it's almost like like a reverse sepia. Like, yeah, it's like because it's the underworld. Then. Like, but that's, that's the entire just... world. Like, even the normal parts. Like, I don't know. But anyway, um, one of the reasons I stayed up late because uh, I was so excited from watching AEW All Out. And nice guys, when, when, I, I mean, I put this up on Twitter and I said it. This 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 very well could be the greatest wrestling show I've ever seen. In my 31 years of existence, um, I, I mean, they delivered, they hit everything, they did everything. It was fantastic. Um, I'm just gonna run through uh, some of the highlights real quick, which there, there's there's gonna be a couple. So, real quick, um, we had a great match for the AEW TNT Championship between Miro and Eddie Kingston. Hard hitting, they went all out. This is the best uh, Eddie Kingston's ever looked um, in a singles competition match. After that, we had a big one. You had uh, John Moxley going up against Satoshi Kojima from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, Zam. And, man, it was uh, heavy hitting. It was a great, fantastic match. Um, Mox is really good at doing the whole Japanese style. He did fight a little bit in Japan, so he knows what he's doing. And then came the first big surprise of the night. After the match, John Moxley wins. Out comes Minoru Suzuki, one of the deadliest just insane, most respected, toughest wrestlers in existence comes out. And he and Moxley just start going at it. Um, Eslam, he's the one that when we watched the New Japan show um, in Madison Square Garden, that he came out in the Battle Royal and everybody had to sing his song in Japanese at that one point because out of respect <laughs> yeah. for this man. <laughs> so That's he, wild. he comes out. Um, after that, it was followed up by... Uh, Dr. Britt Baker, uh, DMD, the dentist, versus Chris Statlander for the AEW Women's Championship. Another fantastic match. Uh, they had people in their corner. Um, Chris Statlander did have um, Orange Cassidy in her corner. And it, one of the coolest moments, like overall it was a great match, but one of the moments that stood out is Orange, Mas- Orange Cassidy showed how much he cared. And seeing Orange, Orange Cassidy care is always a phenomenal thing. There's a point where uh, Chris Statlander's out on the uh, outside, and the referee's counting to 10. She's about to get counted out. Orange Cassidy rips off his glasses. He's like, Chris, get in there, right? Like, you never see Orange Cassidy show emotion, right? So it's like when he did that, everyone's like, oh, my God, this is a big deal. <laughs> like, He's about to turn super Saiyan. Exactly. It was like, oh, my God, Orange Cassidy's showing emotion. That's insane. So she goes in He's there. He's like a fucking anime character. He really for is. Real. <laughs> it's ridiculous. He's so good at what I he I love does. it. Um, so they had their match. It was phenomenal. Uh Britt Baker wins and keeps the title. After that, my God, AEW Tag Team Championship match. The Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers in a steel cage. And just, that's the match. That might be match of the year. Um, Just so, so good. They're going back and forth. They're hitting moves that I can't even explain what was happening. It was just (laughs) stuff was happening in front of me, and my brain couldn't understand it. At one point, the Young Bucks, ever since they've become bad guys, they've been known for wearing... Like, getting real bougie and wearing, like, the most, like, expensive anything they could wear. They always have a new pair of Jordans every time they show up on TV. So, for this one, what they did is they busted out um, a special pair of Jordans where they lined the entire bottom of it filled with thumbtacks. (laughs) And started kicking their opponents. Speaking of Jordans, I just want to give one quick side note that happened this week. Uh, 
I was in uh my electrical lab class this week, and uh, my my teacher said, uh, you know, we have to wear boots, blah blah blah. He was telling us how they had this one student who had bre- brought his fresh Jordans to the lab, and he literally took off his Jordans because he didn't want to crease somewhere. He like had to bend down, so <laughs> it was so funny. He's just like, That's the way it is, man. Don't bring your Jordans to the lab, like. <laughs> That's the crazy thing with the Bucks. They buy these crazy expensive Jordans and they start wrestling with them. It's just like I think they use them like once per match. Oh man, people <laughs> like, are like that though. You but shoot, it's funny because uh, they are big heads. sneaker. They are big sneakerheads, but at the same time, it's kind of like a douchey move. And because they are bad guys, they're using it to their advantage. Like it makes perfect sense. Like of course you would be like that. It was like, yep, just wear them once. That's it. Like they're just the perfect oh, bad guys. He's creasing them. <laughs> <laughs> so after that we had the casino battle royale which um i've talked about this before it's always a cool concept where it's a battle royal match except the AEW has a certain spin on it where it's casino where they have five people come out um everybody else in the back they draw cards you come out by the suit so after like the let the first group was clubs the five of them fight then after that the diamonds will come out then the hearts followed by the spades and then at the very end the joker shows up and then you have everybody in the ring and they all continue to fight um that was the second surprise of the night where ruby soho formerly known as ruby riot one of the people released by wwe who that was a stupid decision on wwe's part she shows up she ends up winning the whole thing has a phenomenal phenomenal showing uh the crowd lost their minds when she came out and now she's getting a title match against dr Britt baker for the women's championship her entire run in wwe she never had a championship opportunity her first night in AEW, she's the she's already getting ready to fight for a title because she's that good so once again then dropped the ball on that one after that we had MJF versus Chris Jericho. If Jericho loses, he retires from wrestling in AEW. Whoa. This was an emotional Damn. match. Uh, every They fought on three separate occasions in the past. MJF has beaten Jericho every single time. So in this one, they're going back and forth. MJF is cheating. <coughs> He's hitting Jericho with his own bat when the referee's not looking. He At the very end, he hits Jericho with his own finisher, pins him one, two, three. Except Jericho had his foot on the bottom rope. The referee didn't see it. So the whole crowd is booing. Everyone's like, oh, no, Jericho's going to lose off some bull. Another referee comes out. is like, no, no, his foot was on the rope. They restart the match, and then they continue, and it's crazy. Jericho puts him in the walls of Jericho, and it looks like MJF's about to grab the rope. Everyone's like, oh, my God, he's going to do it. He's not. He's going to retire, blah, blah, blah. Jericho has him in the walls of Jericho, and then he does what everybody loves or hates to see, where the guy's about to grab the rope, and then Jericho just picks him up and walks further away from the rope. <laughs> And puts him back in Jericho in the walls of Jericho. MJF taps, Jericho wins, he's not retiring. Very nice, good, nice, very nice. emotional match. Speaking of emotional, we had CM Punk in his first match after over seven years against Darby Allen. Oh, Zam. CM Punk still got it. Uh, they went back and forth. It was a great match. In the end, Punk wins. Um, one of the most unique, uh, I guess you could say, reversals to Darby Allen's coffin drop. Uh, it's a move where Darby, he jumps off the top rope, uh, kind of like a suicide dive where he has his arms across his, his uh, chest, and he jumps back and just straight up just falls on you. It's <laughs> Anybody who gets hit with that move has lost. Nobody's ever come out of it. So Punk's lying on the ground. Darby goes to do the move, and Punk does the unthinkable. He sits up. <laughs> Darby completely misses. <laughs> that sets up CM Punk later on to hit his finisher, and he wins the match. Nice. Um, 
then we had Paul White versus QT Marshall. You guys know Paul White as the Big Show. His first match in AEW. Um, it was it was more of a like a calm the fans down after the CM Punk match. Uh, uh, Paul White goes out there. He does some Big Show stuff. He dominates. He wins the match. Then we had the AEW World Championship match between Kenny Omega and Christian Cage. Phenomenal match. They're going back and forth, beating each other up. Uh, in the end, Kenny does win. He starts beating up Christian Cage. And then everyone's just like, all right, somebody needs to help Christian out. Here comes the Jurassic Express. That's right. They're a tag team named off of dinosaurs. They come out, and they're trying to help Christian. Kenny and his goons, they beat everybody up. Then Kenny goes off to speak, and he says, this is it. Nobody's going to come out to help him. Anybody who was a threat to me is either I've beaten, they're not in this company, they're retired, or they're dead. All the lights come off. The lights come back on. Here comes Adam Cole, the guy who people have been debating on whether or not he's going to stay with WWE or move to AEW. He's officially shown up in AEW. He goes out to the ring. Everybody's losing their minds. Oh, my God, Adam Cole's here. And then he kicks one of the Jurassic Express and aligns himself back with Kenny Omega. Everyone's like, oh, wow, so he's going to be a bad guy and is here while he's here. Kenny Omega says, that's a big swerve. I got you guys. He's with me this whole time. There's nobody out there that could beat me. I'm the best there is. Then the music starts. Out comes Brian Danielson. Everybody starts doing yes chants. Everybody's losing nice. their minds. Daniel Bryan, formerly Daniel Bryan, now going by his real name, Brian Danielson, comes out. Uh, he helps beat up everybody in the ring, or they all run away, and it's just, it's a great moment. Um, so, so AEW got Brian Danielson, mm-hmm. CM Punk, mm-hmm. Jericho. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, the, the whole the list goes on. Like everybody who Vince didn't know how to properly use in <laughs> WWE, yeah. Now they're thriving in AEW. Um, and I didn't get to see a lot of it, but there was like a media scrum afterward where they're interviewing Tony Khan, the owner, and different things. And one of the people, I did get to see a clip where they interviewed Brian Danielson. They're like, so how do you feel about, you know, being here, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I could be like Punk when he was saying, I'm here, I want to fight the young guys, this, that, the other. But honestly, I just want to kick these fucking guys' skulls in. <laughs> I was like, yes, thank you. <laughs> there was that. Adam Cole talks about how, oh, was he going to stay in WWE? He's like, listen, WWE was great with me. Triple H did everything he could to keep me there, and I loved it there. That was always my dream. But I saw what was going on here. My friends are here. My girlfriend's here. I've been here backstage numerous times. It was an easy decision. I was never going to say with WWE. I had to come here. So mm-hmm. it just shows that everybody in the wrestling world, it really seems like they're looking at AEW as the destination to be. So phenomenal showing. Um, this Wednesday is going to be another great match. We're going to have Suzuki versus Moxley. I'm assuming that's the main event. And then Friday's Rampage, we got Andrade versus Pac. <coughs> which is going to be another crazy fight. So AEW's killing the game, man. And, uh, yeah, they are. Twitter hasn't stopped talking about it. They also talk about how Vince just screwed up. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, he did. He fired everybody. What else? You know what I mean? And another guy who works in, a- in WWE, he just recently quit. Um, not a wrestler. He, he was like a host for one of their shows on, the, on their network thing. So he's um, he just quit. Nobody knows as to why. But... Um, I mean, AEW's killing it. I really, 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 really hope WWE steps their game up because we need competition. And as of right now, let's be real, it looks like AEW has no competition. <laughs> yeah. So WWE needs to step their game up, and I, I hope that they do because that way we're just going to become even. Hey, competition breeds excellence. There it you is. know what I'm saying? There it is. That's all I got. We like competition. Nice, nice. Um, 
All right, let's get into the main topic. Time agents. Time agents. You haven't done one in a long, we've long only, time. We've only ever done two. So for those of you that yeah. don't know, time agents is... There's a hypothetical. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I have one last quick story. Go for it. Uh, just because I like fighting and I, I really enjoyed that shit. Um, recently, this week, actually, a boxer uh, by the name of Jeanette Zakaria Zapata died after a fight. Uh, I saw the video. It was actually uh, kind of surreal to watch. Uh, it, was a, it was a match in, in Canada, and uh, she's 18. She fought this, like, 31-year-old, and uh, mm -hmm. it uh, the fight ended uh, with the 31-year-old kind of just, like, slugging her with some really good shots and a nice mm -hmm. uppercut. Uh, so the, the ref calls the fight, and then uh, the... Uh, the young lady that died, she couldn't go back to her corner. Uh, and then after that, she uh, went into a convulsive state. And then uh, the after taking her to a hospital, they had to put her in a medically induced coma where she died five days later. Uh, sad story, but I just wanted to mention it because like, I'm big in fighting. And it just shows you how much effort and how dangerous uh, you know, stage fighting really can be. Cage fighting. Uh, well, uh, she's a boxer, but, you know. Fighting on the it's big stage, yeah, uh, it can be very dangerous, and it's like you see, we watch fights all like every weekend at UFC, and it it just goes to show you how much uh, how lethal it can be, how dangerous, and how much effort these fighters put into not, you know, being able to defend themselves and, and put on a show for everybody. Uh, so I just wanted to bring a little awareness to her is a tragic, uh, a little tragedy. Uh, but uh, you know, she died at the end of the day. She died doing what her love she loved, yeah. and uh, I think that was one of her last words too. Uh, but uh, so rest in peace, Jeanette Zakaria Zapata. Absolutely, R.I.P. R.I.P. Right. I also feel bad for the other box, so I'm sure she's yeah, feeling like sucks, shit. Yeah. yeah, actually, in the video that I saw, she didn't even realize what was happening. Like after she won, she was just like, "Yes!" Like in a celebratory thing. You yeah, see yeah, her, you, you see her kind of like going to the crowds and like you know doing all the taunts yeah, and yeah, stuff. Of course. Yeah. Meanwhile, this chick's like on the corner, like convulsing. Yeah, uh, yeah she has no idea. She's been but, training yeah, hard for she, this fight. Uh, and she wins it, so she's excited. Yeah, yeah. So, so people were giving her shit. It was just like, "Oh, she knows." Like, but. You know, she doesn't know anything. Like no, she's just not. going through the euphoria of winning. So it's like, you know, yeah. I, I kind of understand her side of the story too. And she, uh, she gave her condolences afterwards and said, you know, I didn't, you know, yeah. she apologized for that. Yeah, thoughts but, go out to the family and friends. Yeah. All right. Um. All right. Now, yeah, there's no way to make this. This is like. This is a funny thing. Um, oh. Time agents <laughs> is a, is a is my a, bad. That's nah, all good. Hey man, I, I'm I'm glad you brought that up. Um, so it's it's a concept where uh, came up with a while ago. Where what if whoever is on the podcast with me works for this time agency? Where means you go back or in the future, and you're given certain objectives, and how you you explain to me how you achieve those objective objectives. So, Disco, we were the TVA before the TVA. I see, I see. That's immediately what I thought when he was first said. I, I, don't, like, I don't get that reference, but okay. It's from it's Loki. It's the stuff that happened in Loki. No, they, so Loki saying, stole like, my we, idea. Yes. <laughs> Damn it, Marvel. Because we did it like three, four years ago. Yeah, we did it a while ago. Yeah, mm -hmm. I did one episode with Rudy, then I did another one with you, where Eslam became just the rogue agent who just didn't play by the rules and always did things his own way. <laughs> just 
just just fucking bitches in the bat in the past raising sons to do yep. my bidding. Everybody became Aslam's son, essentially. Aslam <laughs> <laughs> was the first. In the name. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm going to give you guys your objectives, uh, more or less when you have to go back to, and you're going to tell me how you're going to achieve these objectives. Now, I'm very curious to see if you guys are going to be working as a team or individuals, so keep that in mind. You can do it individually if you have your own good idea. If you want to work as a team, let me know. So, first up, let me see. This is going to be a funny one for U.S. alum. You're going to get the reference. The year is 2046. It's an alternate universe. So now we're bringing alternate mm-hmm. universes into play. Okay. Backflip inspections have been implemented. Damn. <laughs> you were trapped Shit. in this time. An inspector is going to arrive at your location in the next three minutes. Also, they're known for hunting people down. This is what they do. Mm-hmm. How do you achieve your objective in survival? Did you say backflip? <laughs> backflip inspector, yes. I forgot how it came up, but we were talking about, what was it, if we were like dictators or something, I think it was, was the topic? Yeah, yeah. Or it's like, what would you <laughs> implement? And the first thing that came to my mind was backflip, backflip inspectors. People are going to randomly go to your house and do backflips. And if you cannot perform backflips, you will be punished. <laughs> Damn. I guess that's a nice way incentive to keep people fit is like, that imagine, lower the imagine trying to see a fat person trying to backflip is just exactly. like not, don't even try just wrap them up <laughs> all right so backflip inspectors coming in three minutes yep. i i right now i cannot travel through time right no, you i'm can't. Stuck, stuck there time i don't have access to time travel no. and i have to survive this yeah. well, um, i mean you would want see. to i'm assuming okay <laughs> so if i don't do the backflip i'm dead well, that's the thing. It, it all depends. Yeah, let's say let's say in this universe you you would be, yeah. Let's say they they kill you on the spot. Damn, bro, how you gonna you you a bad boss? How you leaving me stranded? I bo- sent you on another mission and you screwed up and you got there. That's what happens. Oh, so it's my yeah, fault. This is what happens when you become a rogue. <laughs> yes. Well, I okay. Forget. So I since I, since I did ago. some random shit, let me tell you the random shit I did that got okay, me into yeah, this position. Okay. Um, what happened was. Uh, when 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 you sent me on the other objective and I went back in time, right? Um, uh, I I had fucked this chick. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I raised my child mm-hmm. to become the next backflip inspector. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I figured. <laughs> and and like and at one point while the child was being raised, mm-hmm. they broke my time machine. That's why I'm stuck there. Mm-hmm. So the backflip inspector that's actually coming to my house is my own child. Mm-hmm. Right, so is he gonna kill his own father if I can't do the backflip, mm-hmm. or is he not? I don't know. Now the it question is: during that time, right, that I've been there, um, did I watch the five-minute YouTube video that teaches you how to do backflips? That is the real question, Daniel San. It, uh, that's that's up to you. You you threw out the scenario you know what I mean? where you you went back further it, than what I know? said. Because every time hey, I come up so with something, I'm a, I'm you a rogue agent. What I'm saying. <laughs> And come up with something else. So you tell me. Okay, so so in reality, I, I didn't do any of that. Okay. But there are those videos that teach you how to do backflips, and I did watch one. Mm-hmm. Um, because you did never know. So, uh, yeah, man. They, <laughs> so what happens is, is like they, they teach you how to um, do it in steps, right? First, you jump up straight. Yeah. Right? Uh, once you get that done, then what you do is while you're standing up straight, 
you 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 fall down, sit on your butt, and um, roll your legs over your feet, your head, mm-hmm. right? And then you practice that, yeah. right? So your body knows and then what it's supposed to be doing. what it's doing in in the space mm-hmm. while you're jumping, right? And then there's like another two steps. I forgot what they were exactly, um, but like you combine all four, and like some some dude was watching a chick teach them this on like he was watching a youtube video and like doing what she was doing and like they did the steps and within like a minute he did the the backflip you know um so so three minutes i got three minutes i can fucking watch the youtube video and survive this <laughs> watch the video for a minute, minute <laughs> the other two minutes he's practicing <laughs> yeah 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 it's it was a quick video and then i'll be practicing my backflips also you didn't say what kind of backflips i could probably use my hand to on the ground right sure. I, I didn't so, specify. Yeah. exactly that's what i'm saying so i'm gonna be using my hand on the ground i'm gonna do the backflip and you know what i'm saying i, I survive and the backflip inspector you know, it's getting shot in the face because if if they caught somebody that knows how to do it, they get they die. No, you can't do that. You can't. No, you can't no, come I up can't. And I did. Nah, fuck it. He's dying. I'm killing him. First off, I'm this is theoretically going to be your son. <laughs> <laughs> so he has I'm more. He's got more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got I got a lot oh, of. Them. Man. Um, I'm killing him. I'm I'm making a new time machine. And uh, I'm getting back. I'm coming after you. Okay. You keep putting me in these fucked up situations. <laughs> Dude, dude, do you, do, you, do, you tra- do you want to take a shot at the backflip inspector? Or... Uh, um, up to you. Up to yeah, you. I yeah. I uh, yeah. so I got three minutes. So I run in the house real quick. I get, I get my uh, my Uno deck. I get the reverse card, and then when he comes up, <laughs> I'm just like reverse, reverse, and now he has to go back and check the houses that way again. Nah, he has to do the back. <laughs> he has to do the backflip. <laughs> yeah, these things wouldn't work. <laughs> Who says um, this is an I alternate mean, universe? My video works. I'm just thinking, okay. like, if you if if you put it in real life situations where, let's say, a tax collector shows up to your house right now and you busted out an Uno card, does that mean he has to pay you taxes? No. Realistically, if a tax collector is coming to my house, I'm just gonna go in the house and close the door and not open it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Boom! That's my answer but, right but, there. But he doesn't have like the <laughs> turn the lights off. Of, uh, of, yeah, that's that's all you gotta do. They don't, they don't go in dark places. All right. Yeah, that that's one. I haggle with. I haggle with just him. That, I'm just like, how about a I'm cartwheel? A, huh? Let's take it easy on me. When the backflip inspector comes to my house, I'm just gonna open the door, be like, "Hey, how's it going?" And they're gonna be like, "Hey, I'm the backflip inspector. You gotta do a backflip." I'm like, "Sure, come to the backyard. I got more space there." And I go into the backyard, get on my trampoline, do a backflip, get the fuck out of my house, mm-hmm. bitch. Mm-hmm. There probably would be regulation against that, but not too bad you didn't say it. That's because I'm not the dictator who came up with this. This is a weird alternate universe thing. All right, next. Well, one. in my weird alternate universe, the time is in the age of seven thirty-seven. The year of our Lord, you see a small spaceship falling from the sky inside mm-hmm. is a small child with spiky hair and a tail you know his objective wait did we see this while it was falling because you know my eyesight this, right this shit did not have the yeah. spacecraft see-through how are we seeing yep. this no yeah you know so you know his objective <laughs> okay. is to take over earth These... i like this universe i have great eyesight <laughs> <laughs> let's say let's say you were given this information on your way back. So you no, 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 back. no. Don't, don't take He's my eyesight away from me. You guys can make up whatever you wanted. I can't. <laughs> no, screw you. Why are you taking my eyesight away? Your objective is to save Earth from this kid who's supposed to destroy it. What do you do? 
pick up a baseball bat. I know how this goes. That ain't gonna kill him. Give the, He's too strong for that. No, nah, I'm not trying to kill him. I'm giving him a concussion so he can forget. Mm. Mm-hmm. Last time he just fell on his head on a rock. I can do that That's shit with a metal baseball I'm bat. Glad you did get the reference. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's Goku. I know. Yeah. I know who it is. Who the fuck are you talking to, bro? Hey, some people might not have got. You Dang, good? Did you know that was Goku. I felt like it was either Goku or Superman. Yeah, well, that's why I specified the spiky hair and the tail. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the tail. The tail, yeah, okay. I uh, I would I would take a slingshot to his eyeballs. If that don't work, then I'm going to raise this little motherfucker because, like, it's like, if I can't kill him, <laughs> might as well try to teach him to be good at least. I'm going to be like, hey, I'm here to help you. Bang! So, Run the back so of the what, if, what if Grandpa Gohan was nearby and just sees you assaulting this child? <laughs> you know he's powerful enough to stop you. Well, that's fine. I, I thought, hey, I, I died saving the world okay. okay, from the Saiyans. Maybe that's what really happened. Invasion. That's what yeah. really happened to Dragon Ball. He didn't hit his head. <laughs> it, Grandpa it, no, he, saw you guys attacking a child. He saved Yeah, child. I pushed him off the cliff. Exactly. He had a, he had a concussion. He was like, I'm just going to tell him. Do we that know that he's going to gonna destroy the world? Because initially that's, if I just saw. objective. Okay. If initially, if I just saw a child, I'd be like, "Oh, okay." Because remember, we got we don't have the eyesight anymore. Because yeah, this exactly. asshole had to take it away. We got the information. The information he time. likes to yeah. cock tease us. He's just like, "Oh, yep. we have Hawkeyes." Yep. No, wait, wait, reverse that. We have. I never <laughs> said you had good vision. <laughs> Unbelievable. This guy, man. He Next up, and Disney is away. ready to announce that Star Wars: The Last Jedi will not be directed by J.J. Abrams. Hmm. Okay. I know. I just, cool. I just to give Let it happen. Is that a scenario? So Do we just <laughs> celebrate? I'm stating a fact. <laughs> yeah. So you go. That's cool. You go back into the time period and you do what you will. This is one of those free missions. Oh, if I'm going back to okay, so I go back, back to the into part where they're where they're about to announce they're about to make the announcement. It has not yet been made. You go back to that time period. So it depends on on your feelings okay. of the Last Jedi. Do you want it to just stay as is, or would you want to try to fix it? Well, since since I'm only allowed to change the Last Jedi, mm-hmm. that's yeah, specifically just that one, yeah. Yeah, um, I would just be like, don't let JJ do it. Let this guy direct the the third movie as well. I forgot his name. Whoever directed oh, the name, yeah. the the second one, because apparently he's like fuck JJ Abrams and what he set up. I'm gonna destroy all that and. You know, so I, you know what? You do you, all right? You do the third movie because you fucked up the second one, and um, it better be good. Ryan or Johnson. there's a gonna, yeah, Ryan Johnson. Ryan um, Johnson. Yeah, Ryan Johnson. <laughs> you better be good, or a backflip inspector is visiting your house. So <laughs> this guy, you serious. can incorporate bringing backflip inspectors. Danny, do you, do you have anything to add? Do you care about Star Wars: The Last Jedi? Uh, I I never really cared. I would give a. Yeah. Uh, Luke more lines. <laughs> <laughs> I would give Luke more lines. He doesn't even care about the director. Yeah, just be no, like, hey, fine. give Luke more lines. Uh, that's the one where uh, Luke Skywalker just appeared at the end and didn't say anything, right? Or, or is that no? That's the one after that. Oh well, then I don't know then. <laughs> yeah. No. Yep. Yeah, so I wouldn't do anything. I'd probably get some Taco Bell. <laughs> uh, I can't even be upset about that. <laughs> Peter Parker is out wrestling for money. He doesn't mm. understand that with great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. Make him understand. Whew. This, 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 see, you did this again with the Batman. Uh, Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Yeah, yeah, you did. You no, did. With you the were Batman, like, you're... I, there was a specific, I, I, I put the gun in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> with this exactly. one, you can do whatever you got to do. 
Listen, bro. I'm sorry, but Uncle Ben's got to go. Maybe he doesn't. <laughs> this is maybe he doesn't. That's why I Mm-mm. didn't. You don't have to kill Uncle Ben. Uh, no, Make no, him no, understand no. some other way. No, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Uncle Ben. Bang bang. Honestly, that's what I was you know thinking too. I'll probably help you on this one because I was just like, <laughs> if Uncle Ben doesn't man. tell him that, we'll tell him and then kill Uncle Ben. <laughs> listen, Uncle Ben already told him. He was like, "Listen, great power." That's where the phrase came from. And Peter was like, um, "Nah, son, it's not." And Uncle Ben was like, "Shit!" And it's like, "Hey, look, Uncle Ben, look what you did. You know what we have to do now?" He was like, "I, I know, I know." <laughs> he says, "I know." <laughs> I know what you gotta do You gotta teach this boy a lesson I'm like yes we do Uncle Ben I love you but you know yeah. You gots to go And then you pour <laughs> some Uncle Ben's rice on him afterward <laughs> Yeah 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 <laughs> leave, I, uh, leave the box or, there Or maybe uh, We'll set up Spider-Man Make him think he killed somebody So like with his superpower, Super strength or something So that he feels that uh, That Power. Yeah, he killed Uncle Ben. <laughs> make Why him, make him accidentally happen? kill Uncle Ben, so he can understand that the yep. great power comes responsibility. You know, you, you all that know strength, you got to control yourself. The the monstrosity that can happen if Uncle Ben survives. Okay. No, that's why I sent you back. Listen, if, if Uncle Ben survives, Spider-Man Peter Parker could become a villain. You you don't know. I've been the commissioner. <laughs> Butterfly for, effect for this time agency for so long, and I hate it. I hate this job. <laughs> I hate this job so I fe- much. I feel like Uncle Ben had to go though. I feel like Uncle, that death of Uncle Ben is what really like thwarted Su- Spider Man past that threshold to like, okay, like, I'm gonna how... be a superhero and you, you, I'm gonna do the Avengers. You could, have, shit. you could have handicapped Uncle Ben. You could put him in a coma. You no. You could have had had another person. It didn't have to be Uncle Ben. It could have been anyone else. Why did it have Listen, to be man, we we sending Uncle Ben to a better. All right, place. we killing Aunt May in this bitch. Let's go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unless it's the new Aunt May, cause she's hot. <laughs> we can just take her with us. We're time travelers. <laughs> yeah. she can just disappear. Christ. Be like Aunt May, come with uh, us. How many more do you want to go? Cause we we we're, we're, this is a long episode. Well, remember, like the first twenty minutes of it is. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, yeah. How, how many um, more you got time? But for? yeah, let's couple. do one more, one and more? then we can. Yeah. All right. You and the other agents aren't working well as a team. I guess mm-hmm. you guys can work together as a team. Sorry, Dan, you gotta no, go. No, you, you guys can. Do it. It's fine. <laughs> I did originally write this before Danny started doing that other weekly thing. It's okay. So I'm a lone wolf. Agents, you are, and the other agents aren't working well as a team. The agency is going to get shut down. Mm-hmm. The only way to prevent this is to go to March 24th, 2004, Bronx, New York, and get some breast milk from a Cambodian immigrant. How do you do this? God damn. Whew, that's a tough one. I have to go to the Bronx. You... I'm so far from it. I mean, you guys are close for you guys. <laughs> um, get some Cambodian is there a, is there a, breast milk. Is there a time limit? Did you say there's a time limit? That's easy, bro. I just go back in time. Well, yeah, you're going to March 24, 2004. Well, well, I mean, no. See, you're Even telling me further. to get it from... <laughs> yeah, I go back further. Meet a Cambodian woman. Impregnate her, the, the and then that way I, I can get the breast milk. The only way, because I knew you were going to come up with some crap to prevent this, is to go to March twenty fourth, two thousand four, Bronx, New York. The only way. Damn. All right. Fine. I'll I'll just get on the black market. Fuck it. Cambodian breast milk. You can get Cambodian breast milk. Same day, two thousand four. Yeah. There was no Amazon. Nah, there was. You gonna get black market shit on Amazon? <laughs> <laughs> 
Amazon. I'm gonna go to France. <laughs> you know, uh, speak to some peoples. You know, and uh, get me some breast milk. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna be walking around with cookies. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna need some milk for this. What year is it Where again? Are them Cambodians at March 24, 2004. That's the day the episode aired on uh, TV. OMG. That's wild, though. That's a hard one. <laughs> Shit. Man. Oh, well, I guess if it's Honestly, too... it, me, me, my answer, or unless Danny, you want to give yours? Uh, let's just see. Uh, I'm going to time travel back. Do I need a time travel, or, or do you got me on that? Well, I mean, you're 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 going to March twenty fourth, two thousand. Okay, so I'm here. I'm here in March. Yeah. All right. 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 Damn. Chill. Hold on. I got this. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> what what I'm gonna do is, uh, I'm gonna call Goku because I raised him. So Goku is gonna send his Nimbus cloud. I'm gonna get the Nimbus cloud. I'm gonna fly three thousand miles across America, and I'm gonna find me a Cambodian woman, and I'm just gonna milk her titties. He's gonna see I, me. I mean, yeah, that's fine. But like, I did send you back to the Bronx already. You didn't oh, have to so I'm in the Bronx. Goku. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's fine because I'm not trying to walk. I hate walking. And go, I got the Nimbus cloud. <laughs> You're just gonna He's... show up to some woman on a cloud. <laughs> Actually, that's perfect he's because he's because then like, she's gonna think I'm a divine creature. Because look at Dan, creature. he looks like Jesus right now. Oh. He could be like, you know what I'm saying? I just need a quick squeeze. Just... Put a halo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just see me descend on a cloud, fucking like the second coming, and just milk some Cambodian chicks' like, titties. My my Cambodian queen, I need your help. Give me some of your breast milk. <laughs> that's it. He got it. My, he got it. I got it. Good shit. Let's go. Good teamwork. <laughs> so what what I would have said is I would have just gone with the making of the band crew that ended up getting the milk in that episode. They got it. Just go with them. No, nah, that's stupid. It's it's the sip. No, you one one of you is gonna get a magic cloud. <laughs> you so I can't mad. even remember what yours was because it was so ridiculous. <laughs> and my solutions is like there's people already doing it. Just tag along. Tag along. about to have. That's a fake. Eslam's about to make a son real quick. That's a fake TV show. How you know it's real Cambodian breast Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. There's a reason why uh, we don't do time agents that often. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done. That's right. I'm done. I do have other uh, ones final thoughts. Next time. Final thoughts, guys. Um, I, I'm still, I'm still just. All excited from all that. That's all I can think of. So, disco. Uh, to keep my little uh, movie recommendation series going, uh, this week I recommend. It's actually one of my favorite movies. Very, very, very good movie that you know not a lot of people heard about. It's called Coherence. It came out in 2013. Seven point two on IMDb. Uh, not a lot of famous actors, but it has Nicholas Brendan. Uh, he's from Buffy. He's Xander from Buffy. Um. Yeah, that's really the only person I recognize. Uh, but overall, amazing movie. His comet comes over once in a lifetime type thing and just fucks time up. Uh, so reality kind of just multiple realities kind of blend, and it's it's mm-hmm. pretty cool because these people that are having a house party end up meeting, kind of like seeing other versions of themselves, and it's like. It's a, one of those movies you really have to watch multiple times because there's just so much. And every every time you watch it, it's just like, oh, my God, like type stuff. Like You pick up more. Yeah. So uh, Coherence, check it out. 
It's on Amazon. Nice. Amazon Prime Video. <clears throat> um get your breast My my <laughs> uh, Cambodian my breast. Um I don't know, I don't really have any. Um yeah, just thank you for listening to Los Wise Guys Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Assam, accompanied by Dan the Madman and Lord Disco. If you like what you hear, follow us on social media, like, subscribe, share, rate, review. Go check out the Los Wise Guys website. Thank you, and have a great week.